You're listening to Growing Potatoes Podcast, where we cover all things love, dating, and married life. We are your newlywed hosts, Keegan and Faith Von Atzigan. Thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram right now at Growing Potatoes. Like our page, five-star rate us if you're on Apple Podcasts, and share this episode with a friend. You're listening to episode 17. Hello and welcome to Growing Pot Tatoes Podcast. Pot Tatoes. Yeah, whenever we email ourselves our show notes, it says Growing Pot, and I always wonder what the government would <laughs> do. Our FBI agent they, is like, wait a second. If we ever get investigated in the future, we're going to have to explain why we have Growing Pot. It's just an abbreviation. <laughs> just an abbreviation. So, as you can tell, we are definitely on one today. I think it's sleep deprivation for the crazy week we had. <laughs> We've been busy. Yeah, so we're so happy to be back on the mic in Von Atzigan Studios here. Right, babe? A.K.A. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our beautif- office. My beautiful co-host. Oh, thank you. Thank you, love. Um, so, we have a, to finish up this dating, seriously dating, um series that we've started we this is going to be a good sandwich ending to our three episodes um and we just have some good nuggets to throw at you but first we have a sweet potato moment this is different than our normal spud moment instead of a moment that makes us feel small and humbles us this is a moment that just makes us feel just warm inside and be like oh how sweet potato yes we all know sweet potatoes are the better potato anyway Uh, i mean that's debatable but at least in fry form (laughs) so the most vivid moments in our dating history um were definitely when keegan asked me out to our university's homecoming dance and um keegan is someone that is a very creative mind uh he's very well i'll go into this a little bit later in the episode but he's very unique and so every single time he's asked me to homecoming even how he asked me to marry him has always been so surprising i never never know what he's gonna do so this was our second homecoming dance together and out of nowhere i was i don't know where i was but i got a weird text from an unknown number in my phone that said hi this is agent black cat ready for your mission some something like that and i was like what is this spam texting usually if i get spam texts they're like in spanish and i just reply back in spanish but this was in english and it was yeah very clear that someone was trying to reach uh someone that was not me agent black cat yeah i don't know so anyway and i wasn't with keegan at the time and i meet up with him later that day after getting that text and he was like have you gotten any weird texts lately and i was like actually i have and he didn't say anything and then i think he disappeared and then he came back i don't know we were doing homework or something and he's like oh i gotta go somewhere or something And so I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to stay here doing my homework. And then he comes back 
dressed in all black. He has a big black trench coat. He's wearing all black clothing and black sunglasses. And he hands me this really old book, like a really vintage book in Spanish. And um, uh, walks away. Sounds sounds like you met a secret agent. Like he just handed me this book and walked <laughs> away. No context. And then I started getting more texts from Agent Black Cat after he disappeared. And the thing is, when I was talking to him, I was like, what is this? He would not answer me. Like he was all into this character. Keegan's actually a really good actor, by the way. If you, yeah, he's been in a film and he was really good. Anyway, so um, I grab this book and throughout the book, I just start flipping through and there's like this number code in the front and then there's all these random letters circled. And so I was like, okay, obviously this is a puzzle of some sort, but like the letters didn't spell out anything. The numbers didn't really spell out or didn't like have a pattern and so it was like a after I like wrote down what all the letters and the numbers were it was like just gibberish weird gibberish and I was frustrated it was at like I think like 9 30 at night 10 o'clock and the library closed closed at like 11 30 and I'd had a long day and I was just like you know I don't have the time to think I was kind of honestly in a bad mood at the time but I was like, okay, he's put a lot of effort into this, so I should, uh, you know, I guess continue. So my friend was like, what do you think it is? I was like, I have no clue. This doesn't match up with anything. And so I texted this person who was referring to me as Asian Black Cat, and uh, he said, go to the library. And so when I went to the library, I found out that it was like, um, what are those called? Like SIN codes or whatever? whatever the library code barcode it was for that book. And so for a book anyway, so I go find out what that code is. I go to the library, I go to a page and um, I think there was something else there. Yeah. There like was another a, code. In yeah. The there was another code in the page. And then um, I grabbed that code. And then on that was kind of a, piece together pattern letter thingy as well and then the final one did it lead somewhere i can't remember it may have just been a message i think it just wrote will you go to homecoming with me or something like that yeah to decipher it yeah so it was it was a long process <laughs> but it was really sweet he went through a lot to um make this code and as you know, Keegan is like really uh, educated, <laughs> loves like J.R. Tolkien and loves the whole coming up with, he loves listening to linguistic videos on I, I YouTube. Think, like he, I think it, I think it might've been more fun for me to make than for you to experience. Yeah. I was kind of over it after like an hour in, this took me like three hours, guys. This wasn't like. 10 minutes like this took a really long time keegan would not give me any clues or hints for a while so it took a while but and he made it very complicated <laughs> so but it was really sweet and he took me to homecoming and it was great 
So for anyone out there trying to replicate this sweet potato moment, maybe uh, make the codes a little bit more simple than I uh, did because I think you had to have some context to crack my codes. <laughs> yeah, I had none. And uh, my agent, who was over the mission, I guess, who gave me the mission, didn't Your explain commanding it. officer? Yeah, my commanding <laughs> officer. Whatever. So yeah, maybe a little bit of a fried sweet potato moment, but you know, it still comes out salty like a French fry. Sweet potato fries are the best, so. Um, but anyway, yeah, we are continuing to talk about seriously dating. And in this episode, we are just going to talk about some things we wish we would have known before going in or just some things that we discovered early on that you know, we're very impactful on our relationship and um, some things we just weren't expecting. And so we're so excited for this. Okay, Keegan, what was one of the first things that you uh, learned the second we started dating? One of the first things I learned was that dating is very time consuming. You want to spend as much time as you can with this person, but you also um, would love to spend time with friends, spend time being by yourself. You have to sleep eventually. And so uh, that was one of the initial struggles was like, I spend all night with Faith and then, oh, I have homework to do. So, um, yeah. Yeah. When we first started dating, I definitely lost a lot of sleep because we'd be out until like 1 a.m. doing random stuff. And when I first heard that our school's um, curfew was at 1 a.m., I was like, there's no way I'm going to be out until 1 a.m. I go to sleep at 10. I've always been like an athlete and a dancer. And so I've always, plus I lived in California, so I always had to wake up super early to commute to school. Um, and so I was just used to being an early uh, sleeper, early riser. And once Keegan and I started dating, I was out super late or I was up texting him super late. And so I honestly, most of what I remember freshman year is being extremely sleep deprived. <laughs> and it's because I loved every waking moment I had with Keegan. Um, but t- time had to give. And I guess the only time I really gave because I was extremely dedicated to my studies and um, different things I loved doing was in my sleep. So In college, you're used to not sleeping anyway, but dating is time consuming. I remember a friend who, um, you know, was in college with me and was just like, you know, I just really don't want to date anyone right now because my schedule is so full that I don't think I can give over any more time to anyone else in my life, especially someone new um, to form a relationship because relationships grow with time they grow with being with the other person and so um you can date someone and not spend an hour with them and you will not progress in trust or in um just intimacy socially so um one thing we quickly learned quickly learned as very busy college students is dating is extremely time consuming yeah and if you're somebody who has a lot on their plate um you're going to have to reschedule some things if you're looking to get into a relationship. That's just something you need to go need to know before going into it is that if you're if you're 
not decreasing the time spent on other things, that person is going to be feeling like they're very um, overlooked. So just be aware of that. Yeah. And the thing is, too, like, obviously, you're going to have to start um, moving your schedule around for, you know, dates and um, just getting together and uh, but you don't want to just like completely abandon a certain aspect of your life. We've talked about this before. Like you don't just go MIA with your friends. You don't just never talk to your family or quit, um, school to, you know, be in a relationship with someone. It's really important to balance these things out because it is definitely practice for marriage where, um, it's even more time consuming and it's your entire life. Being married is your entire life. And, um, in addition to other things, but it's the main thing as it should be. And, um, it's just good practice, but you got to be ready. You got to be ready to sacrifice relationship. Dating and relationships in general are a sacrifice. It's how you show love. Which goes into our next point, which is dating is hard work. We learned early on that it requires a lot of patience and self-discipline like we talked about last episode um but also courage and strength to be vulnerable and um it is hard work to share like your personal struggles and weaknesses with another person who sees like right down to the very core of yourself and you uh, the more you put into the relationship the more you will get out of it and so you have to be ready to put in that hard work of building up the foundation of that relationship early on so how was that for you babe being an introvert and starting to date a very extroverted individual and be vulnerable and that's where the hard part of hard work came in for me is because um i was ready to date but you pushed me outside of my comfort zone a lot and got me to do things that i how didn't so? i didn't necessarily want to do I don't know. I just found myself doing crazy things because of you or for you or like with what? you. Tell me. Um, you know, like going to different events and I would only go because you were there with me to <laughs> to keep me steady or um That's a, a lot for Keegan. Yeah. Public events. <laughs> I'm not really a party person, I guess, but um with you beside me, I was just like loving every second of it. But um also, when I asked you to date me in front of everybody, I just felt like that was something I had to do because <laughs> I was pushing myself outside <laughs> of my comfort zone to prove to her that I wanted her. Yeah, guys, he asked me at an open mic night at our school in front of like probably like 50 to 100 students. Yeah. Will you be my girlfriend, Faith? Yeah. And the whole crowd like stood up and <gasps> screamed what? and clapped. Ah. Yeah, I was not expecting it at all. He basically handed me his phone, which was open to his notes that said, watch this. And I was like, what? <laughs> Keegan's about to go do a spoken word? <laughs> I didn't know he was into poetry. <laughs> I am, but not that wasn't what it was. Yeah, so um, dating is very sacrificial, man. So sacrificial. There's a lot of weird, interesting things Keegan's had me do since we started dating as well. So... Um, like the time we went to the park in safari clothes? Yeah. He's, like I said, 
very interesting individual and <laughs> asked me to do some embarrassing things. What's so weird about Keegan is that he is introverted vocally, but you ask him to do something and he will do it publicly in a way that like I as an introvert feel insecure doing. Like Keegan will go in the middle of a dance cipher and like freestyle and like he does some very um bold things but for the life of him will not stand up in front of a crowd and say more than a sentence like it, <laughs> it kills me to imagine myself in those scenarios but if i find myself in those scenarios i might as well go all out you know just gotta make the most of it and just try not to feel not not to feel the embarrassment yeah i'm proud of you babe even him doing this podcast guys is so much like keegan speaking on a mic <laughs> we've had so many families and friends saying we just love hearing keegan talk and speak because we never hear him um processing his thoughts or emotions out loud or <laughs> talking much like yeah <laughs> so what can i say yeah. nothing that's the point and so I'm just happy I've pushed you out of your comfort zone and look at where you are now. It's hard. It's hard work. Yeah. So, okay. The next part we wish we would have known, or at least I knew this, but it becomes a little more real when you're in the relationship is you'll go in and out of infatuation. And Keegan and I like are extremely infatuated with each other, even after four years of dating, um, Two of those years being marriage. Well, almost two. Um, but I remember like a moment where Keegan didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. But I just like woke up and I didn't feel like those butterflies in my stomach for him. I didn't feel like super mega ultra excited. I just was kind of like indifferent. Like, yeah, Keegan. I don't know why. It was just like a weird day. I wasn't super excited. And I felt like the still small voice inside of me which I think is Jesus kind of just say like if you can get through moments like these you can survive a marriage with him like this is what you'll go in and out of is moments of being extremely over the moon for your partner and then moments where they're just kind of like blah like you're not crazy excited you're in a relationship with them but you're not like angry at them or anything it's just that infatuation has left for a small period of time and it comes back quickly and it's not like a switch that you turn off and on it kind of just hits you out of nowhere um have you had that happen well i was gonna say it's it's important not to let those moments of mm -hmm. um lowness have too much of an influence on your overall picture of your relationship because there will be highs and lows and if you judge it only from the lows uh, or only from the highs it, you know it can be deceiving to yourself so just be careful not to see those days where everything's just kind of normal and baseline as like a sign that your relationship is falling apart or anything definitely like I know as like an athlete growing up and as a dancer, uh, once I started dancing and uh, as artists, like 
whatever you've been committed to for a very long period of your life for, there's some days where you are like, yes, let's dance, let's run, let's draw, whatever your thing is. And there's days where it's like, I do not feel like dancing at all. Or like, I do not want to paint or draw anything. I don't want to go to work. Like there's some days where you absolutely love work. And there's other days where like you are peeling yourself off the bed to go. And so it's those days that you still decide to show up. You still decide to dance. You still decide to go to track practice, whatever it is um, that pushes you to that next season to where you will be fully in love with that craft. And um, the same thing is with your partner. There's just some days where you'll wake up and be kind of blah, but you still love them. You still make them breakfast and hold them. And um, I promise you the infatuation will return eventually. So those are some general things about relationships that um, we thought we would share. But some personal things that apply to us um, that we wish we would have known before going into dating each other um i thought about this and i wish i had known how to better plan dates before we were dating because that was occasionally some of the scenarios where we would find some tension between us when i would have this date that i had told her i had planned out and then we're going through it and things are uh, little details are not being taken care of like I took Faith on a picnic um, early in our relationship and we got to the park and I had not brought any plates or forks. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't like sandwiches, guys. (laughs) Yeah. And just little things like that that kind of bugged Faith and made... I wasn't too upset. I just was like, you know... You couldn't remember those little details, like. <laughs> well, in the moment, it felt to her like I had not cared enough to take care of those details, and to me, I, I, I'm kind of like my head is in the clouds all the time, and so details are very hard for me to get consistently right. But yet, he's an artist that like draws things with the greatest detail. That's he's so interesting, it, guys. It, yeah. It, <laughs> It just, it comes and goes. And so, um, <laughs> so this was one of those days where it had gone from it me. Left it had fully. left. And I was just scatterbrained and had not checked off every detail. Um, and so I wish I had, um, I wish I could go back into the past and say, hey, pack those, pack those silverware and other little dates where I would just remind myself of the small details because, um, Girls notice the details and they really appreciate it when you take care of every little small thing for them. And it, it, the effort you spend going into each and every detail will not be wasted. It will be noticed and appreciated. Yeah. And babe, your dates like made up for those dates that lacked planning, you know, (laughs) (laughs) his planned dates really made up what they lacked in detail. They made up for in memory in creativity. (laughs) So yes, we, we are not normal in terms of like our relationship. We always end up in some type of crazy situation. Like, I don't know what is going on with us, but Keegan's dates, even if they were, you know, 
not as planned. We just turned it around and did something interesting and fun. And yeah, we have lots of pictures and memories from our dates. So a lot of our dates look similar to our first date in which our car, my car broke down before we could go anywhere and we had to improvise on the fly and get on bikes and just go. So (laughs) that's, you know, that's just how it is. Um, Another thing that I wish I had known before going into a relationship with you, Faith, is how much of an adventure we'd be in for. I didn't know how um, it almost feels like a lot of things have perfectly aligned for us to um, go through the journey of our relationship. And if I could go back and tell myself something before starting to date you, it would be that we we would be okay and safe on this adventure and that it would be more fun than it was um grief if that makes sense yeah i feel like from the second we met each other up until now we have already experienced the amount of adventure i think some people experience in a lifetime (laughs) like there's just been a lot of crazy cool opportunities that we've been able to have that um, even our parents are kind of like, you know, this isn't normal, right? Like, you know, this doesn't happen to normal people and normal people don't live like this. Or, And so we are really blessed to have this adventure, but that's because we take risks. And as long as we're together, we're fine anywhere. We're fine doing anything for the most part. And um, we're very flexible individuals that are seems like we're slightly nomadic ever since we've been married but it's been really fun to go around and uh have an adventurous four years together as a couple um and so with those adventures was some things i wish i had known before keegan and i started dating and that is keegan has extremely sensitive feet i'm not talking ticklish here i'm talking like can only walk stand or have pressure on his feet for a certain period of time and once he reaches that max you cannot get him to stand up or walk or put any type of pressure on his feet after that like (laughs) I think one of the first times I noticed was like maybe we were on a hike or on uh I think we were just at the mall or maybe even at a farmer's market maybe an hour hour and a half And it was like, he's like, I have to sit down. My feet hurt so bad. I have to sit down. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe he just, you know, isn't used to walking this much. And that happened time after time with uh, so many different things. So I, I am a huge walker and runner and I'm used to being on my feet. I'm probably, uh, about 60% of my life is on my feet. Um, and so Keegan is very used to being in the supination, we say. Laying down. <laughs> Laying down or sitting. I need to find some better Dr. Scholes. Um, so, no. <laughs> yeah. That was when he had Dr. Scholes, guys. Like, don't let him fool you. Um, so we just, I've when it comes to like planning dates or like, you know, going on trips and stuff, we just always have to keep in mind that Keegan needs a foot break about every hour or so. So I wish I had known that before, but it was kind of cool to discover, I guess. 
this other one I've been talking about the whole episode, and that is how unique and unpredictable Keegan is. I never know what, when, okay, so like in college, when we would meet up to go on dates, I never had a clue of what Keegan would look like. Like, he's a very um, eclectic dresser and in college he was extremely into fashion and extremely into changing his hair changing uh his glasses stuff like that so every time he would leave his dorm and come meet me I had no clue of what he would look like some days (laughs) he looked very normal other days he had on blue suede shoes a trench coat a middle part and some bifocals and said he felt very professor looking and wanted to (laughs) take us out on a charming date to an art gallery and then the next day he'd have on his like um acid washed jeans with his vans and a mullet and so he i did cut my hair he did i my least favorite haircut but it's been through some stages yeah keegan is very unpredictable i never know what he's gonna say i never know what he's thinking about um and that kind of leads into the next thing is that like keegan gets very um consumed with a topic or idea that was something i learned very quickly i kind of wish i would have known before it's true he like he puts his interest in something and then that is all he will consume think talk about it's like you know when we go back to our episode that was like men are like wa- men are like waffles women are like spaghetti he picks one little square in that waffle he will stay in that square for like three to four months and we were when we were talking about this episode, we were going through all his different um obsessions over the past few years and he could clearly we both could clearly name them. Oh all. yeah. Yeah. Like he went from fashion and Virgil Blow to like um poker to chess to creating music on GarageBand to all these crazy things. Right now he's really into uh wanting to cook Chinese food. Um, so that's something he's been on a lot. Getting back to my roots. Yeah. So, um, he obsesses over one thing for a while and I never know what that's going to be, but we go all in, he goes all in on it and I'm getting educated about it. I'm, so I'm working on being a jack of all trades, so I'm just learning all my trades. Yes. And then, okay. Last thing was I didn't realize how obsessed Keegan would be with me once we got in a relationship like that sounds creepy i know it sounds creepy but it's really true guys like i knew he'd like me i knew he'd want to spend a lot of time with me but keegan literally got obsessed with me and i didn't realize that it would happen because it wasn't until i started noticing him taking pictures of me all the time without me knowing okay now that's and then i mean it wasn't bad but like I'd look down at his phone and he'd have a new screensaver of my face that I did not have him take. And Keegan was, um, like I said, he gets very consumed with the things that he begins interested in. And I wasn't uh, expecting how much he'd be uh, slightly obsessed with me. And I'm totally cool with it. I'm totally fine with it. But I did not know that. And that kind of caught me off guard um, right after we started dating. So... I think it's great. Every 
female should have her um, partner obsessed with her. So you did a good job of that. Makes me feel loved. Yeah. So that is everything that we wish we would have known before getting in a relationship. I'm crazy about you. Good, good. And so <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> crazy oh, about wow. you. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> no 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 i'm obsessed with keegan just as much oh that's all i wanted to hear yes exactly i love you um so we usually end every podcast with a quote but you know this is kind of a lengthy podcast and we want you to be on your way so we're not going to end with a quote this this podcast it's the first and the last so don't expect it but um anyway any final words We love you guys. Thank you for listening. And um, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.